Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, you have found us. The podcast about what people would do on their last day on Earth. Will they raid their local Nando's? Steal a Fiat Punto? Tell their boss how they really feel? Or maybe just have a jolly old time with their nan and a shepherd's pie? What would you nutters do with your last day on Earth? Last day on Earth. Last day on Earth. Last day on Earth. I've got a new uh, a new section for the podcast. Okay, is this you giving up on trying to find a career? Because I think I, that I feel like I gave up like wee months ago. Cute. I'm that. glad. I'm glad. This section of the podcast is called "Get to Know Rochelle." Rochelle. Rochelle Theodora Hadley. Don't be telling people my government name. The public want to know you better. Do they really? Potentially. And so I've compiled a list of questions that I feel (laughs) reveal the real Rochelle. That's worrying. The one that only close friends know. So, question number one. What's something that doesn't smell great, but you keep wanting to smell anyway? You know, oh, this is going to sound really weird. (laughs) Old man. (laughs) Slash, like, (laughs) stale smoke. And it sounds awful. There's a reason why. It's because because it reminds me of my granddad. You know when people just have that, that slightly stale, smoky smell? That's mm. disgusting. Like, pub. My granddad was lovely and also wore, like, aftershave, but, like, that old cigarette smell sort of re- reminds me of him. Stale cigarettes and Old Spice. If you could change what falls from the sky when it rains, what would it be? People want to know the real me. I feel like they've generally got a good understanding if they've listened to the episodes thus far. I mean, but if it's not food-related, I'm going to be gutted. Well, this is the point. The fe- Like, where my head first went, I was like, cheese. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like, that's not great, though. Because if it's liquid cheese, then it's... Liquid. So you went, <laughs> liquid cheese. And I was like, well, it's getting caught in my hair. That's not great. And I was like, what about the lactose no. intolerant people? I was like, that's mm, not great for them. Vegans. But homeless people, I mean, they've chosen to be vegan, though, haven't they? It's their own fault. And you can't be hard sweets, because that's just, like, that's a, that's a bit aggressive. I'm trying not to say chocolate, but like, imagine. You know what? General Kinder Bueno goods. I I I approve this message. Yeah, because they don't melt that easily. If animals could talk, which species would be the rudest of them all? Cats. Yes, that's a correct. How many <laughs> how many chickens do you think it would take to kill a lion? Two. Do you know what chickens are? Yeah. Two chickens to kill a, a fully grown lion. Yeah. Go on. 
You didn't ask for my reasoning. Oh, <laughs> just two. Two. Right, okay. we'll one to distract there, the lion, and yeah. then the other one to attack. And they've got their claws, so holding on. There's a lot of mane. And she's going to peck. Peck, 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 peck. And the claws will hold on to the mane. Yeah. I don't think you know what chickens are, but that's just my opinion. Great. What is the worst thing that a person can put on their bio on a dating app? A picture of them with a fish. There's one. Um, no, but on the bio. No, but I'm I'm still leading in with the pictures of them with fish. Like, I don't get it. We can make it a whole segment. Dating <laughs> bios. If you've got any, by the way, please send them in. Uh, you can use our email, lastdaypod at gmail.com or just at last day pod on instagram send us a message tell us what the worst dating app bios is and we'll make a thing of it next week Ro, well, shell wait yeah step one we want to see the bad bios that you have seen but yeah. also if you are willing i want people to send in their own bios and we'll maybe even them. screenshots of conversations that you've had that have gone horrendously <sighs> wrong thank you heaven and good night rochelle <laughs> You can make one of your body parts detachable without any negative repercussions. What body part would you choose and why? I was going to say head and I was like, that's a bit excessive because then the rest of me is walking around without a head. And I was like, uh. Um, Just leave it at home. Yeah. My ear. Because, Just the one? Well, no, I think they'd both be detachable, but okay. they don't need to be like linked. Basically, I'm nosy as anything. So like, if I can just like, pop an ear off and just leave, leave it in, it in like so rooms and stuff oh. yeah so i can just listen into conversations i like that like that's how fun really would that cool. be well that's amazing i like that and then after yeah. like just pop in be like oh sorry guys just <clears throat> left my ear since writing his 2010 hit record pass out do you think tiny temper has since been to scunthorpe um i think that tiny temper has been to scunthorpe i think that after he took a bit of a hiatus and then mm-hmm. he also had a bit of a comeback that was missed by most. And I think as part of that, he might have probably done like a university tour. Of Scunthorpe. I don't know if Scunthorpe even has a university, but like maybe he also had to do a couple of colleges. Have you been to Southampton, but never been to Scunthorpe? I'm not sure if I've been to Southampton. Mm, okay. I nearly went to Scunthorpe the other week. What would be the reason for you to go to Scunthorpe? Um, One of our previous guests... Leander Akawoko. Um, is Shout out, Leander. To... Happy birthday, by the way. Yeah, Even for when though, this, for when this out goes out. A couple of days afterwards. But <laughs> we hope on this day you've had a great day. Um, she is having to <laughs> there for two years. All right. So we were going to go and have a, a look around and see what the I'm going to do Skenny. in the edit is bleep out that word you just said. And so, because I don't want to like, I don't want any creepers to like know now that she's being there. And yeah. so I'm going to bleep out that word and people need to guess what she's going to be doing in Scunthorpe. Love that. Great. If you were suddenly arrested for no reason and your face was flashed all over the news, what would your family and friends assume that you did? Barging my way onto an, an aeroplane and getting arrested because I've been like a stowaway on a ship or a, like traveling without a ticket. That's mm. the other thing they'd think it was. I've always been really jealous of the little kid from Love Actually. And I'm amazed. Oh, that runs that... through without his ticket. 
I'm amazed that he got that far without, I mean, getting shot or anything. I mean, there is that. Um, I mean, also, he's a white kid, so they wouldn't shoot him. Um, I mean, facts. Rochelle, a witch has cast a spell on you, turning you into an inanimate, non-electronic object for one whole year. To be changed back into human form before the year is up, you need to be able to get at least 100 people to touch you. What inanimate object would you be? Door handle to a fridge. Right. (laughs) Where is this fridge? Is it just like in a random person's house? Is it a communal fridge where 100 people are going to touch it? Yeah, it's going to be in a house with lots of people. A hundred, a hundred people. <laughs> I mean, how do you say like in, in like a shop or something, a fridge? Yeah, okay. Oh yeah, that makes sense. No, because then there's lots of fridges and they just go to the ones they like. I'm taking that back. Take that back. <laughs> I don't want to like hurt your feelings, but you're definitely staying as a fridge forever. If oh, <laughs> You're just in like a randomer's house. <laughs> I would be changing room curtain in a shop. Ooh. In like a Primark or a H and M. I mean, that's a that's quite a perverted answer. But yeah, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> sure. Um, male or female uh, changing rooms? Communal changing rooms. <laughs> Is that what you were going to yeah. say? Yeah, like the Urban Outfitters one, where it's just like, oh, whatever. Whoever. <laughs> People yeah. just go in there to eat their lunch. They're just like they're just like lockers or like doors so they don't care they're just like go in have your room right i like it very good yeah i really hope that um you've learned a lot from rochelle from her answers at least um one last question however you've been alone on a desert island for nearly a decade and you're finally brought back to civilization What's the first thing that you would Google? I'd probably be Googling like opening times for somewhere to eat. But wait, also, how long have I been away? A, a, a decade. You know how long oh, that is? That's, do you that's listen to? Do you listen to like when I read things and say things? Do you listen to like select words or? <laughs> Mate, I've been doing this the whole time we were friends. I don't listen to you. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. I guess what we've learned from this experience is that Rochelle doesn't need questions for you to know what she's really like. <laughs> right, a decade. A decade. That's 10 years, by the way. Yeah, I know. I feel like, you know, at the end of like near New Year's, there's the whole, like, a big fat quiz of the year. I feel like there's one of those when a decade turns, so I'd check for one of those, watch the rerun, just to catch up on what had happened. <laughs> so you've been away for 10 years... And suddenly someone's placed you in front of a computer and you would Google. Big fat quiz of the decade. Top up every, all of my knowledge. I'm like, right, not missed out on too much. Oh, maybe you could find out who your replacement was as co-host of this podcast. You'd replace me. If you were gone for 10 years. You'd carry on without me. In your honour, obviously. What would you do to mark my, like, to remember me? At the start of every episode, we would have 60-second silence so everyone can remember how awkward you were. (laughs) How does that sound? That sounds rubbish, but I love it.
<laughs> okay. What would you what would you do to to honor me if I went if I went missing for 10 years? I would play some Mexican music at the start of every episode. Right. Okay. Well, and I knew uh, that you'd hate it, but you'd know that it was done with love. Well, I'm glad that I asked that question because you know. Great. We've got a ballet dancer, a fitness enthusiast, a gremlin wrangler. A relentless memory maker, which is really hard to say. Uh, macaroon eating, sunshine spreading, blanket snuggling, Instagram lover. We've got Lucy Williamson. <laughs> Hello. Hi. <laughs> it's not often you have your whole life summarised in a short sentence. <laughs> I don't know if my British constitution can cope with that much more, but thank you. <laughs> well, you're not used to people just like running around and shouting lists of what you do at you. We're just terrible at hearing good things about ourselves, aren't we? Let alone putting it out there ourselves. So, yeah, the growth experience, just in the introduction alone. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> What's the nicest thing anyone's ever said about you, but it was also the, the like the most awkward thing to hear? Oh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I used to live on this street, uh, really little tiny terrace houses. And at the end of the street was this grumpy old man. Like the type of guy who would get really angry when you turn the car around at the bottom of the cul-de-sac oh, wow. because it would wear the tarmac wow. out. Like, you know, sure that that's kind what the of turning old... circle is for. And I moved there. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, you're going to wear it out. Anyway, so I was like, I'm going to make him like me. So I took around like slices of Victoria sponge cake and the kids were drawing pictures. So I thought you must be lonely if he's just angry, right? And, uh, and he did take a liking to me eventually <laughs> I went round day with me and he's looking at me smile and he said oh you've got a lovely smile haven't you lovely teeth nice long teeth and I was like what <laughs> what are you saying give me this cake back you rotten old man nice long teeth he's <laughs> like a lovely a lo- long teeth what is that and I know this is a podcast please can you just confirm to everyone that I don't have like horse mouth or something like that <laughs> no I'm not now tell people now everyone's opinion know. is valid you know at least you've got you've got lovely long teeth I got compliment complimented on my ear once ear singular just, just one just the one ear yeah <laughs> literally just the one ear so that's nice <laughs> what was wrong with the other one I'm not that needy to be fair I didn't want to <laughs> I didn't want to like what about this one do you like this one as well <laughs> I didn't want to ask I was it was the left one by the way just in case you want the left the left one cute right Maybe I'm just not very complimentable. Aww. Who knows? Um, mate, let's be fair. I'm fine. There's so many good qualities about you. Okay? <laughs> you might not have long teeth. You might not have a significantly amazing singular ear. Thanks, but there's great things about you. And I'm just disappointed that the people in your life so far haven't honed in on all your best qualities. With the gremlin wrangling... I know that you're also like a fitness enthusiast and there's also a bit of martial arts going on in your house. What like, what belt would you say you are in terms of like gremlin wrangling? Are you like an intro belt, like a yellow belt? Are you a black belt? How how experienced are you? Uh, I surpass black at this point. It must be like gold. We should clarify people 
you don't know. The gremlins are my children, my four children. Does anything happen if your children get wet? Uh, well, they get clean. <laughs> That's, <good then. laughs> so that... That's fair enough then. Which is the most important <laughs> thing that comes to my mind, which is makes me a basic mother, <laughs> isn't it? Although one time they like a thrill, you know, like they like a bit of scary stuff, the thrill of and drama of things. And once they were in the bath and they said, Mummy, be scary. <laughs> I'm a good mum, promise. And so I went out of the room and I got a hoodie on and I put a football on top of my head with the Strong. hoodie on top. So it looked disproportionate. Okay, good. Phase one. Phase two was to get uh, two swords out of their weapons box because we have a whole box of weapons, lots of boy children. And I put a sword in each arm. <laughs> then I, with my dancing expertise, made some freaky contemporary shape with my bent legs this. and hobbled back. And then I just, they were like, mummy, mummy, where are you? And I just stayed silent. And then, <laughs> and then I just ran around the corner <laughs> to the bathroom in like really angular. And they screamed so loud. And it's like the worst nightmare. You know, like when you're naked <laughs> and you're in water and you're in a dead end all at once. And it's this horrifying, mummy, be scary. Okay. I'll be gold belt level scary. And they're like, ah! I love that. So that's what someone like sets you a challenge, and you're like, you're not ready for this. Where's that fancy <laughs> dress box? Maybe one day when they do a podcast, they'll be like, what's one of the weirdest, most terrifying, stress-inducing <laughs> experiences of your life? You might interview them in like five years' time, and it'll come full circle. And they're like, oh, we used to love and trust our mother, <laughs> and then one day. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I hope people think I'm okay. So far, I, mean, so far, I sound like I've got a big <laughs> mouth and I'm traumatizing my children. <laughs> so we've come to the to the part of the show where we ask our guest to bring something in to impress Rochelle and I. Rochelle, you look really excited right now. Honestly, I love this. I just like <laughs> it sounds really self-centered, but I love people trying to like bring stuff to get points and I have like power. I looked crazy <laughs> last night doing this homework, wandering around the house. The kids like, you okay? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yep. I'll tell you in 10 minutes. Do you know what? I'm really excited. I'm really, really excited for this one because the thing we've asked you to bring in today is the coolest, cheapest item that you own. I don't think this needs a big build up. I think I'm just going to let it hit you. It's a thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'm out. <laughs> it's also. Wait, wh mate, what? A pug that punches. <laughs> So it's a pen with a pug's head at the top and the pug has boxing glove arms and there's little levers at the back and he knocks your block off. <laughs> um, can you, Lucy, can you define the word cool for me? <laughs> uh, Oxford Dictionary defines the word cool as... <laughs> well, the funny thing is I read the brief and then wandered off. And in my head, the brief was weird and cheap. So it could have been worse than this because my original thing was going to be a big uh, horse's head, you know, the rubber horse's yep. head that you put on. And then I reread oh, that would have been email, so good. Said, so many points. <laughs> With the long teeth. Define cool, Adrian. <laughs> horse's head. <laughs> a punching pug pen. You know, oh my goodness, could you imagine? <laughs> That would be the whole theme for the show. Flipping Lucy horse face, Lucy horse teeth, horse head wearing. 
I'm just trying to be cool, guys. And you can... <laughs> wow. And <clears throat> this little beauty was six pounds cheap, which is more expensive than your average pen. But I think you see where your dollar is going with that. Right. In a house of, what, six people? Yeah. Who does the, the pen belong to? <laughs> uh, my eldest son. But I own him. <laughs> The definition of parenting. I own him. (laughs) I mate him. I keep him alive. (laughs) I gift him these things. Oh my life! I think this is a reason why I was looking so forward to like coolest cheapest thing when it's like a mother of four. Because I was like, there's going to be some random stuff in this house. And then you're like a pen. I was like, let down. (laughs) Are you are you let down by? No, because then you turned it around, and I was like, there's a turnaround. I was like, unless it's going to be a pen, like when I was at school and it's got 20 colours and you're like, red and yellow mm. and pink and green. I was like, how is it going to be fun? And I was like, I wasn't expecting there to be a punching pug on the other end of the pen. Imagine being a kid at school with this, though. The teacher's got to hate on you, isn't he? I was a chubby Spanish kid. I didn't need any other excuses to get bullied. And so I feel like, had I taken that pen to school, that would have just been like more wood on the fire. No. Personally, personally speaking. But he's got boxing gloves, so he's your ally. Right, yeah. Imagine someone comes up to me and starts (laughs) abusing me, and I get my pen out and go, go on then, are you starting? (laughs) You might have won a couple more times. Rochelle, were you not the generation like me where everything stationary school yeah mate stationary wise school was extravagant oh, yeah. like i had a flamingo mm-hmm. pen my pencil case was a teddy yeah. bear fluffy top pens and inside my gel pens were yeah. glittery or, or scented yes things. yes it's all right see it's not bullying it gets you friends exactly you're like wait <laughs> it gets you status exactly wait you've got the blueberry pen you've got the past like yeah. what? it's like right can i smell your pen is the weirdest phrase <laughs> That was repeatedly said at high schools. Can I smell your pen, please? Immediately, I'm transported yeah. back 20 years, and I'm there, and I can smell it. I can smell the the gel pens. Adrian was there focusing and not being bullied, but actually, your pencil case could have known. been the one thing to get you friends. <laughs> Had I known. Had I known that the only way to avoid bullying was to have an arsenal of stationery, man, my life would be so different now. Yeah, can I just state as well that? Uh, I am exaggerating a little bit that I got bullied. I don't think you are. I didn't. Uh, I didn't really get like massively bullied. I just went to school in Chorley, and so you know, Chorley kids are built different. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, they are. That's why you need a pug pen. A punching pug pen. <laughs> That's why you need a pug pen. Right. Let's rate some pug pens in. Coolest, cheapest <laughs> item coolest. you own. Um, is it cool? Yes. Is it cheap? In relation to other pens, maybe not. Item you own, you own your son, who owns the pen. I don't know if we're going to get cancelled <laughs> for uh, supporting this. I know, yeah. <laughs> also, join it with the story I had of scaring them in the yeah. bath. I'm going to give you, like, a four, because the extra, oh, wow. you could have got, like, an extra 0.5 if it was actually your pen. Um, and maybe the other 0.5 is if it was, like, a little bit cheaper. Because I'm saying cheap is like five or less and this is six. So it's not like a wildly yeah. over. It's relatively inexpensive, but I could get a lot of pens for six pounds. 4.25. I'm happy with it. 
I've gotten into a habit now of basically requesting more from our guests. This is true. You're needy. The, I enjoy point. being entertained. <laughs> you just demand they do things. Right. He doesn't even know what I went through to come up with this idea today. But go on, lay it on me. your oldest yeah. pencil case. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't Basically, know. Basically, <laughs> there's, there's been a couple of episodes now where I have asked the guest to do something a bit extra and I promise five points plus the remainder of Rochelle's points, so the 0.75 that she didn't give you would also go to my points. Okay. Rude. High, high stakes here. Almost a point. So you can have full marks if you replicate the scary monster that you scared your children with, sword, sword arm <laughs> football head, and post that picture somewhere on social media. For full points. This... Oh, oh my life. For... What what do I use these points for? This is true. We haven't even told you. The points you are... I thought you were about to say, punch like the dog. And I'm like, oh, a bit embarrassing, but I will if they want me to. You're asking me. You're asking... This was years ago, before I had a, any kind of presence online or any kind of community I answered to. You, you want me to dress up like Voldo from... Fighter's Destiny, Voldemort with swords in his hands and a balloon on my head and post it out <clears throat> for 10 points that do what? You were just about to tell me, Rochelle. Maybe expired Subway gift card or a brand new picture of a Toyota Yaris. So that, Which is nice. Which is great. That's, that's good price. That is a good price. That is cheap and cool. The funniest thing is, as much as I am very aware of Adrian's demanding <laughs> personality that has recently come to the fore, whoa, 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 I whoa, thought, whoa. Hang on <laughs> slow your roll, put your neck back. I was also thinking he was going to ask you to imitate the pen and rather than a pug head to maybe put your rubber horse's head on while you did it. But oh, in all yeah. fairness, the bath monster wins. So I am also <laughs> on board and will agree to Adrian giving you the additional... 0.75. Oh, you guys are the worst. By worst, we've checked the Oxford right. Dictionary and you actually mean the best, so <laughs> it's all cute. Um, but that's the only way you're getting those 10 points. Alright, leave it with me. It'll be cool. Let's do it. It'll be good fun. And the end of the world's coming anyway, so can't take things too seriously. <laughs> right, just steal my job then. I was about to say that. <laughs> and now I don't have any... Yeah. Right, well, you already know that it's ending. Um, I don't know if you know that it's ending in 24 hours, but it is. Oh, gosh. That's more stress than I needed. We just address the elephant in the room for a moment, and the room being my emotions. The elephant in my emotions. Where, as a mother, a good mother, despite what you've heard today, the concept of the world ending and you're going to put to me fun questions, aren't you? Like, oh, if a volcano was exploding over your house, what's the one thing you would pick up and run with? It's going to be my baby and the children can run next to me. Like, as I've been mulling over these possible existential questions, all I'm having is like a low-key panic attack. <laughs> I'm going to save my children. But I know, I know we're lighthearted here. So 
just needed to get that off my chest. And any answer I give today, assume that my children are somewhere safe. They're fine. Or, you know. Or assume. I'm just the one in peril. Or just assume that your jiu-jitsu doing husband has just managed to put them all underneath his arms and has already pegged it. So you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's like the kids are sorted, everyone. I love them very much. And then the second, the second thing will be what I answer. Uh, I mean, like, it's so much fun. I've been giggling about stuff, but there's, what's the word? Harrowing. (laughs) That's been my preparation for today. (laughs) Just a casual weekend. And now you're saying 24 hours and my bum's gone well tight. (laughs) So, yeah, let's let's have some fun, guys. I don't think I've ever seen a more pragmatic way of just avoiding all responsibility (laughs) and just so beautifully and poetically put. That was incredible. I loved it. The elephant in my emotions. The elephant in my emotions. <laughs> wow. Um, how does the world end, by the way, BTW? Probably zombies. That's my worst case scenario. Welcome to my All right, life. zombies riding waves of lava as aliens are shooting lasers down, exploding buildings. All the Avengers are gone. There's only me left <laughs> with my children. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and probably some fun board game you've asked me to bring along for the end of the world or something <laughs> like that. There we go. There's a few things going. A few things going right. on. I'm going to ask one question linked to that. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> the Avengers are gone and all we've got left is you, is what you mm. said. What is your superpower? Crying. <laughs> <laughs> a mass amount of tears is going to solidify the lava. I get it. Yeah, I'm on board. So we've uh, we've gathered your closest friends and fans, which is a lot of people, um, to um, to ask you some questions. Funnily enough, your kids aren't here, which is kind of weird. But oh, thanks. They're safe, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're safe. somewhere safe. Yeah, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere right else. Enough. And we're all um, using our time really productively to have a little yes. chat, a bit Q and A. All right, excellent. Exactly. <laughs> the f- <laughs> The first question uh, that your uh, fans want to know is what weird habit of yours do you think would really benefit you in an apocalypse situation? You've heard a little bit about my husband already. Another key item about him is that he's Scottish and I am very silly sometimes. (laughs) And whenever he says anything to me, I immediately reply back in my own Scottish accent so it's like, uh, when are the kids coming back? I'm like, when are the kids coming back? <laughs> and like, didn't he do that hen? Like immediately, whatever he says, <clears throat> I reply. And it's like, it's in a very exaggerated accent that he does, that I do. He sounds normal and I just sound like a caricature. And I literally realise I do it 20 times a day. I don't know why he's still married to me. It's like... What do you want to watch tonight? What would you like to watch tonight? (laughs) (laughs) So I think, I think, could that be useful in an apocalypse situation where there will be crowds that need controlling and helping during all the chaos? And am I going to get up there with my whiny little voice and be like, hi guys, all right, let's go over here. (laughs) You know? Or do I stand up on the podium and channel this accent that I've been working on for five years and they'll be like, help us, help us. It's the world ending. And I'll be like, aye, it's true. But 
<laughs> and then I can direct them on to where we need to go. We must rally for freedom. All of that. And uh, I will save save them all. I'd I'd like to pose <laughs> an alternative <laughs> version of the world ending. And that is everyone who is married to someone of a different nationality, just like <laughs> one day, just all of them simultaneously just snap from like <laughs> years and years and years of their spouse making impressions of them. <laughs> Excellent. And they I all just go so. on a rampage. <laughs> <laughs> And that's what happens. That's how the world actually ends. Yeah. You, is that coming from um, a known place, Adrian? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do German impressions all the time. <laughs> Give us some. <laughs> no, I don't want to get cancelled. <laughs> um, maybe some of the time. Oh. With your last answer, I've got a feeling that I know what the history books would actually say about you. But what do you think the history books would say about you? They'd be like... Guys, she was really small. <laughs> like, first of all, she was such, such a tiny lady. Her teeth were so out of proportion. Oh, shut up! Oh, wow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I apologise. That's my first up. No, you're good. Um, I, asked, I, asked, I threw it out there to the gremlins, say, like, what would the history books say about me? And Barney, who's the 10-year-old, the sweetest little boy you'll ever meet in your life. And he's like, Mum, they would say you were the best mum in the world. And I was like, oh, thanks. But, you know, kids are naive. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> That's very sweet. I do love being a mum, so I hope it says that in the history book, whoever's writing it, to read in the next 23 hours before the world ends. <clears throat> that I like to laugh a lot. Um, I'm quite good at ballet, but like, don't get carried away with your expectations. <laughs> quite good. Not excellent, because I'm British, so I won't. <laughs> I, can't, I can't say a compliment out loud. Modesty built in. Yeah. <laughs> Takes a lot of pictures. So many pictures. Has ballet been like a lifelong pursuit? Uh, I've always loved dancing. And I had some classes when I was younger, but not in ballet. And then shelved it for a long time, but always wanted to do it. And took it up as an adult. And then started training properly, getting classical lessons and doing exams and things. And then it just slowly took over my life. <laughs> One of the greatest films ever made is um, Save the Last Dance. Discuss. <laughs> uh, I've not seen it. What? Step that right. I'm not. Oh, you've never seen Save the Last Dance. That is shocking. Right. Do you know what it's about? I'm really offended uh, right now. Like I feel like you've genuinely just like <laughs> said the most offensive thing to me. Who's in it? Julius. Julius. Which one is it? Julius. I don't. Know. Right. It's the There's one. There's loads right? of like dancey ones, isn't there? Have you seen any? <laughs> like Step Up. Yeah. And honey. And that one with, uh, that's a great one. what's her name? Jennifer Lopez. I saw that one. I'm not a big... Made in Manhattan? Growing Which up. One? <laughs> no, no, it's like a dancing one. Growing up, I didn't watch a lot of chick flicks. I grew up on the movies that my dad and my big brother watched. So I could talk to you forever about action movies and alien movies and Matrix movies. I have like a lot of catching up to do when it comes to chick flicks, really. 
But Adrian, I'm glad that you're flying the flag for romantic dancing movies. He'll fly the flag for anything. I mean, I will, yeah, really well. Save the, okay, save the last dance in, in an eggshell. In an eggshell? In a nutshell. Nutshell. In, a nutshell. <laughs> in any sort of shell. Um, it's this girl who is like an amazing ballet dancer or ballerina. And then... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is he a hip-hop dancer? Yeah. Yes. And they come together. And they come and together. And make a beautiful fusion of it. Yeah. And she realises that in order for her to be the best ballerina, she needs to incorporate hip-hop into her ballet. It's touched you deeply, that, hasn't it? I saw your eyes. And yet, I'm glad that that ballerina learned she didn't need to be so uptight. <laughs> no, it's because we're waxing absolutely lyrical on Save the Last Dance, which is great. Like, when we're coming into it's dance really, films... It is, it is terrible, though, really. Like, it it's awful, really but it's great. But, like, Adrian is a fan of all films, especially, like, mm. highbrow. Um, I am a fan of slightly trash, very much more the teen genre. So dance films Excellent. is a bit more me. All I'm going to say is you need to watch it. It's beautiful. Oh, I've got so much homework to do. So and much I'm homework. I'm going to be sat watching these movies dressed as that horror movie <laughs> character that you've asked me to take a picture of. See if I can get all your assignments done in five hours or less. You're <laughs> Quick, welcome. take the picture. Easy. Um, we, love, um, we love a food question on this podcast. Mm, I believe you do. I always feel uh, hungry when I'm listening to it on a walk. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even sorry. Yeah, and that's just <laughs> Rochelle's voice, to be fair. That makes people hungry. Um... So describe to us, please, your last ever lunch. Right. First first off, this is a very good question because normally you'd be like, last meal would be like dinner or the evening meal because the end of the world will come at the end of the day. The same way that you know, like, like Voldemort always waits for the end of the school term to attack Hogwarts, right? <laughs> The big yeah. drama happens at the end of whatever the scheduled time lock is, yeah? So lunch gets me thinking. <laughs> but I really want macaroni cheese. I think I saw a picture yesterday on Instagram and it's all all I can think about since then is macaroni cheese. But not not like served up fresh. Macaroni cheese warmed up the day later Ooh. with yeah, yeah. Because sometimes leftovers are tastier, aren't they? A hundred percent. Flavours get to mm-hmm. mellow and make friends mm-hmm. a bit more. Exactly. And macaroni cheese is one of those things you never do on purpose. But if someone says, how about macaroni cheese? You're like, flipping, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Mm. What type of mac and cheese do you go for? Because I've seen some awful ones on Instagram recently. I've seen mac and cheese soup where it's way too wet. I've seen ones where they're like, we've made it. And then like just in a pot and it's just stirred milk and cheese. And then they've served it. And I'm like, that's just a really thick cheese sauce. Or I'm a fan of a baked mac and cheese where it's like firm, mm. squidgy, like a mac and cheese pie. Yeah. Where are you? Multi-layered, crispy on top. Exactly. Nice and rich and gooey in the middle. If it hasn't hit a grill, then it's not mac and cheese. It's yeah. my thoughts. Don't even bring it to me. It's my last flip and lunch. Can you do it right, please? Oh, okay. But also, you know, like I'm quite fitness related. Mm-hmm. And I'm good on my diet. My nutrition is spot on. You know, I'm careful about what I do. I see food and I can calculate what it is in my head and plan it accordingly. Have chocolate every day, beautifully balanced diet, all of that. But if we're in the last six hours, I am free. I am free. And it doesn't matter. I'm not going to float tomorrow. 
I'm not going <laughs> to have an upset stomach, you know, like you do the day after Christmas or Easter. Yep. So I start with macaroni cheese, a side of a whole pizza, maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> makes sense. And then a nice strawberry daiquiri mocktail Ooh. next to it. Mmm, tangy and sweet. What toppings and on your then... pizza? Mmm. Also, what base? Thin base. Yes. But with stuffed crusts. Yeah. Ooh. Here's What's it then... stuffed with? Cheese. <laughs> yeah, sure. You can have that. <laughs> Last day, your pizza. It could be stuffed yeah, with anything. Yeah, you can stuff it with cheese. <laughs> and I'm saying this with such a thrill because I know if I'm sometimes doing pizza, I'm like, I want you the stuffed crust because that's an extra 500 calories of cheese where I can <laughs> enjoy it on the thing. So I'm like, ooh, stuffed crust. <laughs> and then I might do half, half pepperoni because, oh, that salty pepperoni taste. You just can't beat. And then the other half, like chicken and chorizo and spicy with like onions and peppers and stuff on as well. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I that silence then I was like I could get ripped to shreds. I know sometimes you guys have high standards with the food you'll put to as well and you have like destroyed what people have based their lives on. You know, like their favourite foods. I'm glad you can come to my last lunch if you like. We only destroy people <laughs> when they put poorly. Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, I'm a little bit disappointed about the mac and cheese. I think mac and cheese is one of those things that like looks amazing, but it's never quite as good as you think it is. I'm going to say you've like never a had a good one. Yeah, I make a good one. Right, okay. And also, I've been to a restaurant once where they make mac and cheese balls and then they deep fry them. Yes. Yeah? Is your brain still in your head, Rochelle? I'm loving it this. It is immense. Mac and cheese balls. Crispy like outside. they frozen them. Yes! Oh. oh! So they freeze them, ready-made, and then they fry them so that by the time it's all cooked and you cut it open, it just oozes out. That sounds this. pretty good, to be fair. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, eat, yeah. I'll eat that. I'll eat that. <laughs> Alright, we'll have some of them as well. <laughs> also, good. can I have a pudding? Because it's the last lunch. You can yeah, rock. Yeah, of course. Have whatever you want. Okay, cool. Trifle. No, you, but, so you don't get you no, don't no, get no. dessert. No. <laughs> I'll change well, my mind. You can leave before then. <laughs> my mum makes the best trifle, but it's not you know like the old people's trifle that's really like bland cream and runny custard and stuff. It's the the birds trifle kit, which is like dream topping. You know, really sweet stuff and nice sweet custard and cake in the jelly with handfuls of macaroons as well. I'm just not a fan of trifle. I love trifle. A soggy you do? cake. Yeah, totally. Jelly. Trifles. Good. Amazing. No, it's yeah. never As been. We put the same comment to you, Rochelle. You've probably just not had the good one. I don't yes. think a good one exists. This could be the moment where, like, it's a song or a sitcom, you know, like, he hates mac and cheese, she hates trifle. And you bring them together on the last day on this earth with me. <laughs> and I say, here's the golden version of both. And then you like try it and you nod and then you give each other a high five. That's like the opening sequence. And then all the zombies come out in Disneyland. That sounds like a nasty like ITV dating show where you've got like two people who are looking for love, but they hate (laughs) certain foods 
And so you bring them together and give them like the best <laughs> variety of that food. And they like, they have a date as they're eating that. We yeah. need to pitch that to, uh, to ITV. I think you're onto something there. And we all need a new reality TV show. Because, this is true. We're lacking you know, right now. There's not, there's not 5,000 already. Um, yeah. What's one <laughs> thing you're really sad that you'll never get to experience? Just like I am sad that I won't get to experience your mum's trifle. That's full lies. And you know it. <laughs> this is honestly like counselling, isn't it? All light and fat, light and airy, talking about pizzas and stuff. And then you're like, so what you failed at in life that you will take to your grave? Don't know what you mean. <laughs> uh, well, like I think if I think about my life right now, I'm happy. I've got I've got love. I've got children. I feel quite fulfilled. I've got good health. I've had adventures. So I don't feel like on on the surface I have many regrets. If it had, if this is the time, then I'm all right. Mm-hmm. But but then I I dig deeper, and I remember my greatest childhood ambition, which is an aspiration unfulfilled, and that was that I wanted to be the Pink Power Ranger. That is a strong ambition. I feel that so much. Yeah. That speaks. Like, and I was part of the. Yeah, so I was part of the OG crowd with uh, Tommy and Kimberly. And and here's the thing my middle name's Kim. So, as a six, seven year old, hearing that the Pink Power Ranger's name is Kimberly, I'm like, well, that's my name. (laughs) And I started lying to my friends, saying that my middle name was Kimberly and not just Kim. I was so mad at my mom for weeks because I was like, why? Why was it just Kim? Why can you just finish off the whole word so that I could have this perfect link to my all-time greatest heroine and aspiration in life? Forgave her, but I um, yeah, she was she was gorgeous. They all wore the color that their Power Ranger was, even when they were at high school. So like the Yellow Ranger always wore yellow, and the Blue Ranger wore all yep. she wore all pink. She had an iconic raincoat that was like see-through pink. And I still remember it. I'm 32 years old right now. And I can remember this pink raincoat. And I was like, and she was, oh, she was amazing at gymnastics. She was the one who would cartwheel and then kick someone. Do you know what I mean? She was great. She did everything with finesse. She was the business. Yeah. And I could not do gymnastics for anything. Like I can dance. I'm quite athletic at other things. But my Achilles heel is gymnastics. And I tried so hard at school. Probably because of this underlying desire to be like the gymnastic pink ranger. And I went out for like the clubs and stuff. And you know where you like, you run and you jump on a trampoline and you vault yep. over the box. And I had like the pure, you, you, you could put it in a comedy movie where you straddle it to jump over and then your bum hits the back of it and the teacher's right in front of you oh, and you no. make eye contact with the teacher as you've landed on your bum and fallen on the floor. Excellent. Anyway, I can cartwheel. So <laughs> In my games, in my games, this really is a therapy session, there. isn't it? <laughs> Everything is coming out. Thank like you that. for the end of the world experience. One more thing before we move on <laughs> is that it was read. <laughs> they remade it with different generations, yeah, didn't they? Tons. So I was a bit older, and I was a teenager, maybe approaching womanhood. And my younger sisters were watching it. I'm like lightweights; they didn't know what my brother and I the journey we went through with the original rangers and they had new ones because yeah. they've grown up 
and the new one was called Lucy. And I'm like, it was destined. Can you not see me right here? First one was my middle name. Second one was my actual name. I'm here. I love pink. I can cartwheel. Itch. I really want to be the pink ranger. Yeah. <laughs> I would love it if this gym. So I do feel like a... <laughs> like like competitive gymnast actually could only do a cartwheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, what a time in our lives, though. Hey? One thing that I still can't get out of my head, right, is what if, right, on it's the last day. And right as everything is about to finish, your mum turns to you and she says, you know what, your middle name, Kim, is actually short for something. But it's not Kimberly, it's Kimono. Kimono! (laughs) Describe your feelings as your mum says that right before everything. I think you just heard it there like a deflated balloon. (laughs) What what an anti-climax. Just leave it at Kim. Kimono. Kimono. I guess. A silk one. Lucy Silk Kimono. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it it undermines everything you've based your life around in your name. Like, Lucy Kimono is a whole different... Oh, yeah, she sounds persona. mysterious. Yeah, like, growing up, life decisions, places she'd have gone, that's different. I can't handle that right at that time mm. because then it makes everything I've done redundant. Yeah, Lucy Kimono <laughs> spends her life in suits yeah. with slick back hair and like heavy eye makeup and probably a bold red lip, but like every day. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There yeah. you go. And I'm just here, Lucy Kim with a long teeth. <laughs> <laughs> scaring her children wishing <laughs> she'd been a pink ranger and never fulfilling her her greatest oh. dreams you know i'd rather just stay lucy kim i can't you know there's only so much self-disappointment you can handle <laughs> at such pivotal times i'm really excited i'm really excited for our last question because last time we asked this question it was in the second episode and it caused a lot of controversy not just with yeah. rochelle yeah but with basically everybody else who listens to the podcast, we got a lot of, yeah, we got a lot of people writing in and saying, (laughs) (laughs) well, I think based on, based on last, last time, there is an actual right answer to this. No. Yeah. However, we've, we've expanded this question a little bit for you because we don't want you to just stay in a supermarket. If you want to stay in any other kind of shop, you can. But the question is, right. which shop or supermarket would you love to get stranded in on your last day? I am approaching this with a little apprehension now. Are you <laughs> going to tell me what what the nightmare was last time? What was the answer last time? Right, so... I, I said that Tesco, like an, a Tesco extra with like two stories would be the best place to be stranded in. You've got food, you've got entertainment, you've got clothes, you've got medicine, you've got everything. Rochelle opted for like an Aldi because of the center oh. aisle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the center aisle? Oh, man. You, you get chainsaws, oh, you get barbecues, you get wetsuits, you get a surfboard. I would be prepped for an apocalypse just on one trip to Aldi. Yeah, I get you. But it is a bit grim. 
in it. Not my Aldi. Although if you can retain the till people, they're like an added defense it's a against resource. zombies because of the rate they fling the food through the till. Mm-hmm. That's like a weapon. Okay, cool. Fine, you, you guys do that. Mine is the of them. <laughs> you do that, guys. Go on. <laughs> you do that. I'm you, st- <laughs> you stick to your stupid I'm little going. <laughs> I'm going to mother flipping M&S. Ooh. Oh, dear me. No. You know, strong. there's a first, there's an immediate reason why, and it begins with Percy. <laughs> Percy Pigs. All right. Life. The thing is, people in a zombie apocalypse don't last, don't last long. Okay. It's coming. Live it up with your best stuff. All right. It might be a few days, might be a few weeks. I'm going down with Percy Pigs in my pocket. Okay. Also, there's a lot of other stuff around beyond the Percy Pigs, which is the main reason people set foot in Marks and Fences. Okay. The caliber of the food in that shop. This is not. This is not just any apocalypse. This is a M and S apocalypse. Not sponsored. And, by the way. No, definitely not. <laughs> and with Adrian's train of thought too, if it's the whole store because they have like the whole clothes section, don't they? The gifting section. Yeah, the finest, mm. soft, and as well, I think there's like a certain amount of comfort to me in Marks and Spencer's because everyone's grandma used to buy food from there. And so when you're feeling alone and you're feeling scared and you hear the zombies outside in the nighttime, you get out those rich tea biscuits and it tastes like being at grandma's house, you know? This has been a wonderful experience for everyone, I think. I think my teeth say. have grown an inch. Flipping out, mate. Well, I do have, I do have that effect on people around me. <laughs> maybe I'm a bully. Yeah, maybe you are. Maybe, you know, the reason before, when I was, like, trying to open my heart out to everyone and say when? I got bullied as a child, the, the both of you were like, nah, bullying, man, that doesn't exist. <laughs> Bullying's a conspiracy theory. People don't get bullied. And now it kind of, like, makes sense because I kind of think maybe you two were bullies at school, maybe. Yeah. I certainly was that was not a bully at school. I had. I mean, that's exactly <laughs> what a bully would say. But anyway, it's been a <laughs> it's been a lovely episode, despite the abuse um, all around. Um, you're going to actually be a guinea pig for a new segment that we have. We would usually do would you rather oh, questions. However, today we are going to do a very 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 special thing, and we are going to find out oh. what pasta dish you are. Nope. What pasta dish oh. matches your personality? Because <laughs> you know carbs are important. Oh yeah. Well, thank you, because it would end the session on a perfectly psychological level, which I, is what this experience has been for me. <laughs> Let's go for it. And then when the when end of the world does come, this won't be on my list of regrets. I'm like, I wish I just knew what pasta dish I aligned with. And this is you can find out if you're aligned with mac and cheese as well. Yeah, like so exactly. many things. Le Horsey, I want you to pick a side <laughs> dish to have with your pasta. All right. Your options are bruschetta or melon and prosciutto. The first one. Bruschetta. 
Tomatoes on toast. Pick a random celebrity to share your pasta with. Would you choose Oprah or Shawn Mendes? <laughs> well, this all lined up quite perfectly, didn't it? Let's have Oprah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And you get a pasta. You get a pasta. <laughs> Pick a beverage to have with your pasta. Do you want a soda or some chocolate milk? Oh, Soda. Is there a particular soda? I like Lilt. Yeah. Does that make me 13 years old? No, <laughs> I great. feel like it's the forgotten soda. Everyone's like Fanta, Coke, Dr. Pepper, all of them. I'm like, uh, taste the tropical. Hello. Pick a herb. Mint or basil? Mm. Basil. Mint in the drink. No, no. Not in the Lilt. Don't mind the Lilt. Pick a random city to visit. Manchester. Jokes, Manchester is not an option. Um, <laughs> Kyoto in Japan or Rio de Janeiro? Kyoto. That's where Lucy Kimono would go. That's true. Hell, hell, she wouldn't that <laughs> She'd walk in and she wouldn't get any of these stupid questions. They'd just know and pop it on her plate for her. Which cheese would you choose? Parmesan or mozzarella? Mozzarella. Pick a random show to watch. Brooklyn Nine-Nine or Say Yes to the Dress? Brooklyn, 100%. Now, we don't have a trifle for you, but we can offer you either a chocolate lava cake... New restaurant, please. (laughs) A chocolate lava cake or a creme brulee. Ooh, chocolate. I love a chocolate dessert after a good meal. I'm still laughing so much. Are you ready for your answer? Oh, yes, please. You are smooth and rich. When people crave an indulgent pasta dish, they think of you. When it comes to comfort food, you're an absolute boss. You are fettuccine Alfredo. Wow. Which is basically carbonara without the without, without the, the ham. without the ham. <laughs> is yeah. it? Yeah. Yes. There you go. Oh, I could live with that. I'll bring some bacon. I'll pop it in. Bit of pocket meat. Don't act like you wouldn't either. If I could, (laughs) if it was acceptable. I think in Lucy's world it is. In Lucy Kimono's world, anything's possible. You honestly, you've been amazing. Thank you so so much for coming on, taking time out of your day. Thank you for having me. Um, So much fun. Before you go, is there anything that you would like to uh, to plug? Um, my Instagram is where I live. That's my whole thing. Lucy Kim Loves on Instagram. I do lots of nice posts, lots of stories full of gremlins and happy life. Yeah. Come visit. Say hi. I'd love it. I've got to say that your Instagram is one of my daily like happy places. I feel like me, yeah, me and like your youngest son, I feel like we're best friends. I'm just like, yes, he's back on his like rocky ship thing, which also sometimes is a bridge. And I was like, that was a great purchase because it works both ways. It's like, it's interesting you say that because I spend most of my time on uh, Lucy Kimono Loves, which is uh, another page. Also great. Yeah. I was going to say after hours, but I don't think that's my audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Definitely Lucy Kimono. Lucy after dark, Lucy Kimono. 
she's great at gymnastics too. I know oh. she is. So. Yeah, that's the whole thing. She uh, she was once the pink Power Ranger. So she prides herself <laughs> oh, on it. She's such a cow. <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> things that Lucy Kim does not love—it's Lucy Kim. <laughs> what if that's a real person? Be careful! I've already—I've already said too much this whole time. I'm gonna go. We are all gonna go check on Instagram now. And Lucy Kimono is probably like this charity working, orphan adopting, absolutely beautiful person inside and out. We're like. You know who I hate? <laughs> <laughs> Please don't forget to subscribe, give us a lovely review and a 5 star rating. If you would like to get in touch with us, email us at lastdaypod.gmail.com or follow us on the socials at lastdaypod. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Bye.